This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. Hey, what's going on with you? We're the Get Up Show. Sean and Charlie and Maddie, and this is the Simon Says Podcast. Ta-ra! It is. Welcome to it. Did it. number 124, by the way. Be sure you subscribe and like. And do all those really neat things that people love to do. Um, it, you know what? They're talking about how hot it is. How hot is it? It's not that bad. Oh. <laughs> really? It hadn't really been freaking me out like I expected. Well, have you been outside? I have. I've been cooking on the grill in this. Uh uh I think it's a cleansing thing. How much can I sweat? <laughs> it's making me really question how cold my house is. Because it almost makes it worse outside. Really? Yeah, I, I'm actually going to this phase where I almost want it to be warmer in my house, so it doesn't feel as so it's brutal not such outside. a shock. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense at all. I don't, I don't see how that doesn't make sense. I'm trying to balance it out. So you want to be miserable in your house and out of your house is what you're saying? I want you to be less kind of less miserable. You don't deserve good things. Is that what it is? I guess. Why? Why are you? Why? Because I grew up like this. Listen, let's all right. Keep, what do you? Why are you mad at yourself? What have you done? You know, in, in real talk. Ever since I moved down to North Carolina and had central air conditioning, I, I can't ever go back. But of course it, you can. There is a part of me that kind of remembers the good old days when you would just open a window and turn on a fan. And I miss cry. that time of year when you can open windows and it's enjoyable because around here it lasts about three hours. There is none. You can't do that because then the pollen blows in and then your whole house right. is ruining. Yeah. Well, the good news is it's that time of year where we can make sure that everybody's dashboard thermometer works on their cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, we Simon actually created a drinking game that every time you see someone post their thermometer on Facebook, you have to take a drink. So we're all pretty drunk right now. I've got so much alcohol poisoning. Alcohol poisoning. <laughs> I'm dying, bro. <laughs> um, mine said 100 yesterday, but I did not take a picture of it. No, I didn't either, and mine did too. Damn, I should have taken a picture well, you, of it. Did you have to stop yourself from doing it, or you didn't even think of it? Didn't even think about it. I've I have in the past gone, oh my gosh, look at... Oh, no, I'm not going to take a picture of that. But I do want to try cooking in there because that dude in Arizona has now made some really nice looking burgers in his car. Oh, yeah? That's a different, yeah. I mean, that's a whole different How long does it take to cook, though? Until they're done. And then your car just smells like burnt meat forever. Fantastic. I don't think (laughs) think it's ever going to burn. They look done, though. And he had, you know, when you cook um, on a baking sheet, which is what he had, he had like a cookie sheet in there that he was cooking the burgers on. And it had that brown where the the juice had cooked onto the cookie sheet. It even mm. had that. That's how hot it was in his car. 
I know a friend of mine's uh, parents moved out to Arizona from like Connecticut, and he said that his mom had to keep oven mitts in the car because <gasps> it would get that that hot. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, that and- that would leave a mark. Like that's one of those ones where you know it's also that time where if you brush up against the metal of the seatbelt or mm-hmm. you put it down on yeah. like I've got like that kind of black leathery material. It's like you put your arm on it. You get that flat side of your underside of your arm. Yeah, because you're like me. You got a black car with a black interior. Yeah. Yeah, so we're really soaking it's it hot up. hot on hot. Yeah, yeah. Just like I like it. But I like that when you get that. Um, it's like it's how you know you're alive. <laughs> if, you're, if you're wearing shorts mm-hmm. and you forget and you get that little bit of skin meat on the seat. Mm, skin meat. <laughs> does that, does, now, does that smell like meat in the car? I think if I leave it there long enough, it would. In my old car? Would you? Wait, okay, this is kind of a weird oh, question. Oh, go ahead. But. Yeah. Have you ever burnt yourself to the point where you wondered whether or not you were actually like medium rare? <laughs> no. I've been cooking before and dealing with like, okay, I was breaking up, say like a a, a, a butt, like a pork butt. <laughs> yeah, you were. I was, I was really working up this butt <laughs> and taking it all apart, <laughs> but it got so hot. Wait, my- so wait a minute. You were working a hot butt? Yeah, I was working. You had your good. hands all on the hot butt. It was all in it. Yeah. I was getting, getting yeah. it. tearing up that hot butt. You know, Did you have you, your, your, was your face right down there on the butt while you were tearing up it that was butt? Pretty close. I mean, yeah. the steam was coming up off the butt. Yeah, and I was getting right in but there. That's a hot butt. And uh, but yeah, I've had times where I've wondered whether or not I might have cooked a little bit. Well, you mine is healing, but you remember I had that. Yeah, that was like a third degree burn that I got from just laying in the oven. You know, it was a rough day. Were you taking a nap? <laughs> no, I was I was reaching in there to get something. I feel something. like we need a disclaimer now for the show. I, I was reaching in there to get something, and it was like heavy, and my arm rested on the inside of the oh, oven door, no. and it cooked. It definitely cooked. It was it was a little crispy. I definitely pulled that off and chewed it. You Ew. know, that's what you do. That's what you do. It was cooked. Yeah. What's wrong with you? It was cooked. You're not going to get sick off of that. No. Definitely not. Came from the source. Yeah. Ew. It's all natural. Aww. I'm pre-arranged. <laughs> yeah, so let's get back to you working your butt. Okay. So anyway, so what you do is you really get in there. <laughs> all right, so the other thing that's, that everybody's talking about, other than the heat, which, oh my God, it's summer. How'd this happen? Yeah, <laughs> Who saw this coming? It's the humidity. It's the government. Bears. There was another story yesterday about a poor bear up by Lake Brant which if you're not from around here, it's a very populated area, upscale area. And there was a bear like right in the middle of the neighborhood and the car had to stop to let him cross. Well, that's what you do. Well, well they're I mean, saying that they're having to come in, that they're hungry. Well, yeah, they just got out of hibernation not too long ago. And probably while they were asleep in their cave, we decided to build some more roads and some more houses no and question. they woke up and there's not any woods there anymore and they don't have any food. Yeah. That's sad too, man. That's the same thing with the foxes and you know, the Lorax. What did they say? <laughs> the Lorax just speaks for the trees though. Yeah. Yeah. But, but as I said and continue to say, yeah, I wish I could cuddle with a bear. It, I, I there really is. There's a few of those animals where I'm like, I would love to love all over you. Yeah. Like a tiger or a lion, I think would be cool. They've got that strong spray, though, man. I can't get yeah. past well, that. I'll put they my stink. face there. You don't Oh, know. no, you don't have to. It shoots for yeah. miles. It's well, like that wasp spray. <laughs> you know, you get it all the way across a convenience store. I've got a tiger back here. <laughs> but I, I would say that... When you see, every once in a while, you see a, a video of a crazy bear trainer, like, all rolling around with a grizzly. And there is part of you that's always like, 
Oh, well, that looks fun. How do I know that that bear won't like me like that? Like, you know, I think I need to give him a chance. Well, I don't think, yeah, I, I don't think that's how a bear relationship starts out. I but. think what you got to do is you got to order one of those Pizza Hut things where it's got like two pizzas and some wings and some breadsticks mm-hmm. and the little Cinnabon things. And you give all of that to the bear. So he's good and full. Maybe a milkshake, too. Pizza so Hut, huh? So he's yeah. real full. You just want him to be real full. Oh, full. Okay. So you get the bear really, really full. And, and maybe a he's little a little sleepy. A little bit sleepy. Yeah. And that's when you make your move. Come here, sleepy bear. Yeah. And if he starts to act like, you know, maybe he's going to maul you or eat you, you know, you have some other food items nearby, like, you know, some honey buns. And as as he gets more aggressive... You just hand him a honey bun. I heard that they really like marshmallows. That's too so, small. Somebody said marshmallows. We just you got to get a big bag of them. Oh, they make those great big poofy ones, though. Remember? Yeah, they do. And and I thought the bears just like salmon and honey. Oh, they like it. Yeah, because that's what they're digging out of people's car. My car is um, full of salmon and honey. I hope the bears don't get it. You're stereotyping just a bit. Yeah, man. I want to apologize. I need to do better. <laughs> you need 90s. to apologize to the bears. Bears, I'm sorry to assume that you only eat honey and salmon. Yeah, man. That that doesn't make sense. You know, the bears, that might have used to been true. But do you think, are we seeing that many more bears, or is it just that many more people with cameras? Because we had this story about the guy, the bear on the trash can, the guy scared off with his bad trombone playing. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of bears getting into people's cars. Yeah. What was, there was another one. The, guy, the bear that got into the guy's car and ate his McDonald's trash. There wasn't even any real food in there. It was just uh, smell, smelled really yeah. smelly wrappers. Mm. Yeah, I think, I mean, obviously we can document it now because we have video and cameras and everything at our, you know. At our disposable. Exactly. But I also think that the bears are like, like I said, they we're building roads and houses while they're sleeping and they wake up and they got nowhere to go. I mean, would you want to go for, because, I mean, they just had a story about somebody got attacked by, like, a sloth bear, which I thought would be slow, but oh, no. it's not. Um, they call them a sloth bear because of the incredible long claws. Oh, yeah. neat. That's what, that they need to change the name then. Yeah. Like, that sloth bear makes me think they, it's real slow. It's really slow and sweet. They need to call that a claw bear. That's a great <laughs> idea. Yeah. There's a claw bear, there's a bitey bear. That, that sloth bear with those claws can smoke a cigarette from back here. Oh, neat. Yeah. <laughs> An old-timey it's one. It's like a trick. Come on, druggie. That, his, now you've given hey, the bear... You're the one that was holding it like that. So, Sloth bear smoking out the window with his chopstick nails so no one knows. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do when you're hiding. <laughs> now, but I would love to hug on a bear. There was a bear in the mountains. I know I, I told you guys this story probably a thousand times on the way to Blowing Rock back in the day there was a roadside attraction and it was a bear that would drink Cokes and there was oh, a yeah. sign and there was signs on the way up to see him and you would stop and you'd give $2 and the old guy would reach into the pull out Coke machine. Remember those that had the door mm-hmm. and the pull out, he would reach in there, pull out Coke, hand it to the bear. Bear would take it in his two front paws and guzzle that. And so there was nobody around except for me and the dude. And I was like, is that really, is he really drinking Cokes? And he goes, no, it's just salt water and food coloring. I was like, damn it, why did I ask? Salt water. Well, it's better for a bear than a sugary yeah, Coke. Yeah, bear's going to have diabetes. Yeah. I mean, if he's eating all that pizza and those Cinnabons, he don't need a Coke with all that. <laughs> right? I mean, how do you get a bear it's to a test his sugar? <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. So you guys think you know a lot about TV dads? Mm -hmm. I guess. Eric Camden of TV's Seventh Heaven always gave wise advice to his children, so it's no surprise this was his profession. Teacher, minister, psychologist, or life coach? Minister. Was he a minister? Yeah. Correct. Good job, you guys. We're talking about on the show? Yeah. <laughs> Not in life. On the TV series Family Ties, Steve Keaton gets along with all of his children, but has disagreements with his son Alex due to this. Maddie. Charlie. All right. Charlie? Politics. The answers are he never wants to do his homework, different political views, Stephen doesn't like the way he dresses, or Alex hangs out with the wrong crowd. You said political views, mm-hmm. and you're right. What's the total number of kids Mike and Carol Brady raised on the Brady Bunch? Charlie. I'm going to give you the answers. <laughs> Is it 10, 6, 18, or 9? Charlie? 6. Correct. That one was a gimme. Here's a good one. Y'all ain't going to know this one. How did wealthy Different Strokes TV dad Philip Drummond come to adopt orphans Arnold and Willis? Y'all want to jump in with that one before me giving them? Hmm? Huh? Uh, okay, I'll give them to you. It was his maid's dying wish. He met them at an orphanage and bonded with them. He saw them featured on a Save the Children TV commercial. He was best friends with their father. Uh, Matt, it was the second one, I think. Which was what? I met him at an was... event or something. Uh, that's was... not it. He... Hey, he maid's dying wish. Maid's dying wish is what you say. And Maddie says he met them at the orphanage. I guess. I don't um, remember them saying how he met. I just remember it was his there. maid's dying wish. Boom! Well, well, who was the the? Wasn't what's her face the Mrs. Garrett? Mrs. Garrett. She was. She was a replacement. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You got there late. <laughs> there was a whole thing. I don't remember yeah. episode one. And then Mrs. Garrett came along. Throughout the little house on the prairie, how many children did Charles and Caroline Ingalls adopt? One, zero, adopt. six, or three? Charlie. Yeah. One. No. You want to steal? Zero? Three. I don't know. One of the many family activities that 
uh-oh, Heathcliff Huxtable used to orchestrate on his TV's Cosby show yeah. was lip-sync performances to celebrate special occasions. Yes. Which of the following songs was performed on the show? I Got the Feeling, I'm a Woman, Nighttime is the Daddy. Right Time, or All of the Above. Oh. Well, I know for a fact it was the third one. Yeah. I'm going to say All of the Above. Correct. All of yep. the Above. In Father of the Bride, what is the biggest problem Stanley T. Banks has with his daughter getting married? He hates her fiance. The fact that she's growing up, she's becoming a bridezilla. She wants to get married in a church. Um, I'm going to say that she's growing up. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't remember which. Was that the one with Steve Martin? Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yep, you're right. The fact she's growing up. Throughout the TV series Roseanne, Dan Connor indicates a special love of this holiday. The family often comes together to celebrate it. Halloween, his birthday, Christmas, Easter. Maddie. Maddie. Halloween. I think you're right. I think it's his birthday. It was it was Halloween. In Finding Nemo, Marlon <laughs> sets out on a journey to reunite with his son Nemo after this happens. Nemo gets lost and taken away by a school of fish. Nemo lives with his mother in a pineapple at the bottom of the sea. <laughs> Nemo is captured by a scuba diver. Nemo swam away from home. Scuba diver. But um, also, that was a real aggressive... That was sad, man. That, the begin, not even just that. The beginning of the movie where the, like a barracuda eats her entire family. Yeah. Disney is dark. Well, Disney has to do that. They've got to, it's you know, break so your dark. heart. They've got to break your heart entirely right off. Is it off. the scuba diver? Yeah. We went and saw, So did, did I say this last time, how we went and saw some Disney movie? It was right after my divorce, and I took my daughter, like, on oh, Father's no. Day, and it was like, uh, oh, it was like one of the how I trained your, uh, how to train your dragon, and the dad dies, and it was like, well, this went bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're all like that. Brave yeah. was another Frozen, one, too, where their mom parents issues, die. and that. Something happens with the dad, too. Yeah. I mean, aside from the mom turning and, into a bear. But. And Frozen, the parents are lost at sea. Yeah. And, of course, I don't even want to talk about Bambi. Right. You know, that's well, a classic. And then even mean? like Cinderella, the mom had died and so the dad remarried with the evil stepmother and, and stepsisters. And, you know, the the real version of Cinderella, not the Disney version, but the original version of that the birds come and peck the evil sister's eyes out and stuff. I mean, oh, it's, don't get into, I mean, they were pretty I, evil. We had a class where the teacher taught us all about the Brothers Grimm and how dark all the So original, awful. All of those, like the girl with the dancing shoes, like to get the shoes off, they cut her feet off. How they ever <laughs> turned into children's stories, I have no idea. Well, I mean, we didn't have TikTok back then. So. Back then it was okay to scare the bejesus don't, out of your yeah, children for a little bit. Beauty and the Beast. Which fictional dad went on a frantic chase to find his not-yet-adopted daughter after she was kidnapped? Michael Taylor from My Two Dads. Oliver Daddy Warbucks from Annie. Henry oh. Warmont from Punky Brewster. Eric Taylor from Friday Night Lights. That was Daddy Warbucks. I think it was Daddy Warbucks, too. It yes. Was, yep. And they climbed oh. up the water tower. That was terrifying, by the way. I don't remember that. That's another one. I don't either. Y'all don't remember that? No, no but that, that doesn't surprise me that you would. Didn't, hasn't your kid done Annie a few times? Yeah. Well, she she's seen Annie a few times. She wore the dress for a few years. She sang the song for a bunch of auditions and for her oh, preschool okay. graduation. I thought she was actually in a performance. No, no. She auditioned for one, 
but there was it was kind of a really closed group. Yeah, it's if a hard you know what I life. mean. Yeah, it's tough. On who's the boss? Tony moves out of Brooklyn to find a better place for his daughter Samantha to live and becomes a housekeeper for a well-to-do family. What was his job before becoming a housekeeper? Chef, personal trainer, deli owner, pro baseball player. Baseball player. Is that right? Yep. He's right. You're pretty quiet over there. I was going to say chef. I was going to say a personal trainer. he got me first, so I, I let it go. Although Ricky Ricardo of I Love Lucy cared deeply for his family, he often balked when his wife Lucy asked him to do this. Drive his car, join his performances, play their record player, go on vacations. Um, Go on vacation. No, it was, no. It was play with the band. Yeah, join his performances. <laughs> yeah. I, never, I mean, I watched the show, but I don't remember any of it. I was Did like you ever little. watch the Lucy movie? The one no. with um, no, I saw Nicole Kidman? It was really good. Was it? I was ready to not like it. Uh, but it was really good. But Javier Bardem? Yeah. Couldn't understand him. He was doing the, the Cuban accent and he was talking really fast. Oh, I can't watch that. Was then. it a combo of the act? Was it him doing the accent on top of his accent? Because he's got a real thick, thick Latin accent. It, maybe, but it was it was hard to understand him in some places. I am having a hard time with movies, even when people have really strong English accents. Yeah. I, I think my hearing is not great enough anymore that I'm like, Huh? You know, I'm starting to get huh? that too, I think. And so, so I put that on Facebook one day and um, everyone's like, turn on the subtitles. I hate can't. subtitles. Can't read them. I hate closed captioning because I find myself reading ahead and just reading and not watching the movie. Exactly. So I actually can't stand that. So I, I don't rather, know what I'm going to do. I'd rather watch the movie and not know what's going on than read. Yeah. Because I want to see it. I want to experience what's going on in the movie That's more like, than... All the kids do now. Like I say, the kids these days, but like my kids kept keep they turn on the closed captioning. I can't all stand the time. them. I don't want them on. I don't want to read the movie. It's like reading a damn book. I mean, what's the point? But see, I, I hate reading. I also <laughs> I also read very quickly, so that's how I, I get ahead of what's actually happening on the screen. Do you want to know something? I I have some form of dyslexia, and I can't really read effectively. I have to read things over and over and over and over to get them. There's this new type. It's called Bionic. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I can read that. Is it better? Yeah. What it does huh. is it puts bold print on the beginnings of words, and it and then it trails off, but it brings your eye to the beginning of the words, and I can actually read a whole page. I never read a whole page of anything. Oh, wow. Hmm. Yeah, but with that, I was like, what? I just read all of those words because I can't do that. I'll go back if I'm trying to read, you know, a page out of a book or a magazine or whatever. I have to do it over and you over and over. Well, that's neat. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I jump all around. It just falls off the page and forget it if it's numbers. What was the recreational activity of choice for clean-cut father Ward Cleaver of Leave It to Beaver? Sailing, basketball, axe throwing, golf, table tennis. I'll say um basketball. I don't know. He's too hard in the beaver. I almost say goff. It's goff. In the pursuit of happiness, single dad Chris Gardner goes to great lengths to provide for his son and attempts to better his life by doing this, trying to break into the entertainment industry, getting sober, working an unpaid internship, working in a factory. The unpaid internship. You got you know this one? Is that the yeah, Will, this Smith one with Will Smith? Ah, oh, you got it. You're right. I never heard of that. Oh, this is good. Although Hank Hill of King of the Hill doesn't typically agree with his son Bobby's hobbies, 
he was thrilled when he joined the following organization. Swim Team, Prop Comedy Society, <laughs> Propane Appreciation Club, Meat Quality Inspection Team. <laughs> you guys have watched that more than I have. I don't know. The Meat Team? I think it's Meat Team. Yep, it's Meat Team. <laughs> Do you know what I realized? Mm. You know how I've had my steak collection? Yeah. I think I just finished off my steaks. <gasps> Good. What do you mean? I say it's good because, oh, I mean, no. they can go bad in the freezer, so it's probably Bruh. best that you get rid of all your Bruh. suspect meat. I, not, not in Sean's freezer. No, nah, my freezer is <laughs> magical land. Oh, I didn't realize that at reset time. Do you know that pork shoulder I cooked from 2014? Yeah, oh, yeah. It was fine. Mm-hmm. I cooked, most recently, here's, here's some way out-of-date items. Some 2016 chicken thighs. Boom. Most of them were okay. Most of them. Yeah, a couple of them I had to say, eh, I don't know. Am I making myself think this, or is this really this bad? I don't know. Let me try it again. Eh, is it really, really this bad? <laughs> I don't know. I better try it again. No, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Uh, Are you doing that? At, you've, do you cook them? Yeah. Or, like, they thawed out. You can already yeah. tell that they're probably suspect. You no. cook them anyways? Yeah. They didn't look suspect. I mean, a couple of them, like I said. Then, wait, wait. Then, on, then how are you getting to that point? When Are you taking a bite and going, this is off? Little, yeah. See, here's God. oh my God. You have what? you have a thing. I I have this filter that once I think something might be bad, I'll still leave it in the freezer, but I'll never cook it. Oh. Like, I've got this ham in there that I'm like, I I mean I saved it. I wrapped it all up and everything. You know, at the time thinking I would eat it later, and now my head every time I see it, I'm like, wonder if that ham's any good. Yeah. And no. I leave it in there, but I'm probably never, ever going to eat it because it's been in there too long. Hey, you know who's going to eat it? I'll, I'll bring eat it, it for you. I'll eat it. I'll gnaws on it. He's like, well, so I think it's turnt. Two other items. and I, Oh, and oh, first, two little veal chops, mm-hmm. pretty little veal chops from like 2015 or so. I was like, these probably aren't good. Cooked them on the charcoal. Boom. They were absolutely fantastic. I mean, good for you. You don't waste food. Two little lamb chops. I mean, the little tiny ones, not the thick ones. They'd been in there 2017 probably. Still good. I don't understand how your body works. <laughs> like like a well-oiled machine? I don't think that's how I would describe it. Well, as long as they're still good, that's great. But, uh, you know, once... It's not good. It's, they're but not it's fine. He said it was fine. You yeah. don't know. I don't think, I think if the average person ate half of what he eats, we would be stricken. I no. don't think so. I've I'm, got a stomach of steel. I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to bring in some chicken, but it's Please not don't. that chicken. It's don't. It's not that chicken. Don't think about it as if it's old 2014 chicken. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, you brought in stuff before and usually I don't think about it. I just eat it and everything's great. Bring, but I guess cook, cook up some old chicken and some fresh chicken yeah. and cook it exactly the same. Yeah. And see if anybody can tell the difference. I have never brought you anything in here to eat that you didn't think was great. And that's what I'm saying, which is funny because then I hear you talk about some of this stuff. Oh, bruh, look at it. I found this. Once I shaved most of this color discoloration off of it and put it on some real hot coals. Yeah. Hot <laughs> coals, fix it. Hot coals and Uncle... <laughs> Scraping and coals, fix Uncle it. Yammies, Uncle Yammies and some hot coals and you can eat anything. You know it's true. Why do you fight it? Why do you fight oh, me? Oh, God, because it terrifies Don't me. Don't fight me. But I did oh. throw away a bunch of crap. Now, for instance, there was a pack of bratwurst, which are questionable anyway. I was like, what am I going to do with these? If I cook them, what am I going to do with them? I don't like that. So anyway, I opened the pack after they were thawed, 
and that <clears throat> that off, you know, grease that the grease has been in there too long smell hit me. Yeah. Right in the trash. Wasn't yeah. even going to play. All so, right, good. Yeah. Good. All right. So, <laughs> so you do still have like, it's almost like, um, you know, the smell and propane. It, it like it still it works to, to to put you off like to know there's a problem. So yeah. there is still something working in your nostrils that allows yeah. you to recognize that this might be bad. But I can't believe that I'm out of steaks. I feel like somebody's been stealing from me. Well, it's been hard because meat prices everything. I don't know if you heard or not, but there's been some inflation. <laughs> what? Uh, but that doesn't matter. There's got, sales, man. Well, all right. So have you I, been adding to your collection recently? I guess not. But I figured I had enough to last me. Uh huh. Forever? Maybe. You know, <laughs> what is forever? Maybe what does I that need, mean? It's a lot longer you, than this. I'll take you to Costco and we'll go get a cart and we'll we'll fill you up. I don't think their meat's that good. Is I don't it? think it is. is I think it? their meat's good. Sam's meat's good. Well, maybe you know, it's not old enough for me. <laughs> That's it. Is that like a dry? Have you perfected a new aging per, uh, process? Freezer aged? Perhaps. I don't like know. Like everybody's talking about their fancy dry age. I really do think somebody's stealing out of my freezer, though. Who's? I don't know. Your kid? She's selling steaks on the black market? Maybe. <laughs> because Does she have extra cash lying around? Mm. Does she have freezer burn? Is her backpack really full when she leaves your house? <laughs> Is it real cold? <laughs> I, I just can't believe that that's it, that they're all gone. Because you know, you know how I used to do? I'd, every time there was a sale, I'd get you know all those ribeyes and pack them in there, man. I know that's good. That means that you're using what you bought. That's That's... What yeah. you did was good. Well, You've now I got to get good. more. I got to get more. All right. I gotta, when there's a sale, I got to get more. All right. Well, I think uh, either strips or ribeyes are seven ninety nine a pound of theater. <gasps> if it's ribeyes, I'm in. That starts today. It's Wednesday. Yeah, yeah I believe so. They change out the sales on Wednesday. Yeah, don't you screw know. me over, I'm man. Sorry. That's last week. No, I'm I flip out. I'll promise. I looked at it this morning. It was also buy one, get one uh, pork tenderloins. Which of the following well, TV dads oh, was... Oh, no, you're still doing this? Which of the following <laughs> TV dads was not a widower? Ben Cartwright on Bonanza, Steve Douglas on My Three Sons, Tom Corbett, the courtship of Eddie's father, none of the above. Why do you think we're 70? Yeah, they started <laughs> drifting from the 80s TV I, shows I to like... do not know. We're in the black and white era. The answer yeah. is none of the above. Honestly. Boom. Boom. The Andy Griffith Show. Uh-oh. What is one of Andy Taylor's favorite activities to do with his son, Opie? Night fishing. Crossword puzzles. Fishing. Picking up call ladies. Fixing cars. <laughs> all of the above. Fishing. Did Andy ever fix a car? No, that was Goober and Gomer. Although, Goober started go. out just doing uh-huh. gas, oil, and air. If you remember, oh, he would he would qualify when people would come in and say my car is making a noise. He'd say, "Well, while he's gone, but he'll be back." All I do is gas, oil, and air. But then, as it progressed, somehow Gomer became an expert mechanic. Oh, these were different writers when different writers came in. There How was do you a, know he didn't go to a trade school? That it was never brought up. Well, there was a lack of continuity. He was never missing. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't go away to trade school. And Goober. Was he started out as a mechanic? He's the one who took a car apart, put it back together inside the courthouse. If you remember, yeah. Um, oh, then did he switch to gas, oil, and R? Which one went to the military? You really asking me that? <laughs> really? Because it was the name of the show. The guy's right. name was the show. Come on now. You really don't know. <laughs> That was alarming. <laughs> you really don't know? No, it's Gomer. Okay, good job. Yes. But wait, is that the same as what you just said? Gomer Pyle. 
Gomer and Goober. I, I you talk, start talking Mayberry, I zone out a little bit. <laughs> you got any? You got any other questions about Mayberry? No. Oh God, at, no. I really don't. In the film To Kill a Mockingbird, Scout <laughs> and Jim learn about the integrity and honor of their father, Atticus Finch. After this, he saves a family from a serious car accident. He returns a large sum of money to its rightfully owner, rightful owner. He adopts four porpoises. No, that's orphans. <laughs> he serves as counsel to a black man. It's the last one. Counsel to a black man. Yeah. Correct. I never read that book. Me neither. I That was a complete guess, but that's what I... Have you ever sat down with some of those ones where they're like, you know, these are classic literary or, you know, even ones you were supposed to read in school. And then like I've sat down since then and been like, I need to read this. I need to I need to put this in my And I can't get past the first three pages. What did you try to read you couldn't do? Oh, God, what was it? I think it was Kerouac, like on the road or something like that. Oh, that already. I, I can't see me ever reading that. I tried to read the biography of Hamilton that the musical is based on. And but it's all I, rap lyrics. And no, no, one's <laughs> no, it's not. That would be easier to read because this was like literally. I barely got past the introduction. When we had to do like Tale of Two Cities, and you know, I can't think of a couple more of those. But I perfected the art of getting the comic book version of those. Mm-hmm. Like because there was a was it called Golden Classics, something yeah. like that, the yeah. comic books, and they would be the book, and you could find them, and sh- man. I never read any of those books in school. I mean, as long as you don't have to like quote specific lines and things, you you can get away with that because it tells you the story and it's a lot easier to read. (laughs) The cliff notes always give a couple of those. The lines are in there too. Tis a far, far better thing I do than I've ever done. I never read that book. What was that from? (laughs) Tale of Two Cities? I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, huh? I don't know. Uh, Jason Furious Styles of Boys in the Hood takes his son here. To warn him about the dangers of unprotected sex, um, an AIDS clinic, a fishing trip, an orphanage, a pharmacy. A. I'm say no. Yeah. The clinic. No. Pharmacy? Fishing trip. Really? What? I haven't seen that movie in a while. There were some dirty fish. Does that happen when you have unprotected sex? There's you get a lot of fish? Syphilis fish everywhere. Ooh, you guys are going to love this one. Which of the following is not an accurate description of Jim Anderson of TV's Father Knows Best? (laughs) He always kept his composure. He never raised his voice. He was very loving to his children. He could never keep a steady job. I'm guessing he couldn't keep... uh, Yeah. Correct. See, I knew you guys loved that show. He was down (laughs) on his luck all the time. He was in the bus station. And now, our final question. Oh, thank goodness. Which of the following movie dads was not a widower? <laughs> Sam Baldwin in Sleepless in Seattle, Frank Gilbreth, Cheaper by the Dozen, Graham Simpkins in The Holiday, none of the above. Were not a widower? Right. No, none of the above. They're Graham all widowers. Graham Simpkins? No, Frank Gilbreth, Cheaper by the Dozen, was not a widower. And I wish you guys would have let me answer that one. Okay, nah, then. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Uh, I feel like we did okay. I feel like you guys Look, did man, do okay. It's fine until you started going into the 70s, 60s, 50s, 40s, 30s, and like the early Extra talkies. long 100s. Right. So Father's Day is Sunday. I mm-hmm. hope you guys have plans for your father. I can't remember ever having a Father's Day with my dad. Oh, that's too bad. Eh, you know, you, you get used to what you have. Exactly. I know he existed. 
and I know that people enjoy Father's Day, and now I get to have. And you are a father. I get so to have socks. You get celebrated. I, I put money on it. I'm not getting anything for my kid, but that's fine. Nothing? Nah. I don't. I didn't got my dad anything either. What? Aren't you going to visit them? Yeah, I'll make him food. I'll well, say see, hi to him. Yeah, you're going to visit them. That's a that's a gift in itself. At a certain age, it doesn't matter anymore, you know? Unless she comes up with something like a freak out. Like, here's a crisp $1,000 bill. <laughs> that's not going to happen. Look, I've, I'm at that point where I'm happy if you acknowledge the fact that I'm, I am your parent. I think when they're still kids and they don't really have their own money, it's kind of on your spouse to help them do something or, for you. Or your ex-spouse... And you just came up with something good right there. I'm going to start asking for the most expensive things I can think of. That's a great <laughs> idea. I want a tag watch. But My you goodness. don't wear watches. That's mm, all right. And no, I, I'm learning to love them. Yeah, that's a great idea, Charlie. Thanks. Daddy wants a bag Come of on. cash. Yeah. A nice bag of cash. You know, I've got that old bag of cash. I need a new one. <laughs> that old stinky bag of cash. It's worn out. You still have that? Yeah, it's old. Hey, Wait, I think this just backfired on me. <laughs> Before we go, I wanted to ask you guys if you know anything about Azalea Banks, because she had a freak out at a show the other day and stormed off stage, Yeah, which is not the point of the story. Why does she feel like it's okay to perform topless? Why does she do that? She goes to it, concerts with no top on. I don't think that's a regular thing. I think it was because it was a pride event. It was three in the morning. I think everybody was being crazy. But yeah. That just yeah, bothers that's me. That's a little different. Well, so? Well, I'm just saying, for the reasons that he mentioned, it's sort of like being at a rave. Yeah. Is it, that what happens at raves? <laughs> so I've heard. I've missed out on some stuff. <laughs> I didn't know raves were topless. It they can, can be. be. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, wait a minute. They're blurring that out. What is she doing and why is she doing that? She doesn't have to do that. She's talented. She wants to do that. Mm, she's she's a lot. And is she? I, yeah. <laughs> is yeah. she talented? No, she's, yeah. No, she's. I, <sighs> so you're saying that she is. she has such a lack of talent that going on stage topless is okay. No, I think that they, I don't know what they thought they were going to get. Uh, she's got a lot of controversy around her. Uh, and I think, I don't know. I don't know why they hired her. Obviously, there was a lot of issues. She decided, whilst topless, to, dis to discuss them. And after like one of her third or fourth outbursts, they cut off her mic. She's allergic to dry ice fog. And I can, I can dig that. And she was choking on it, the what? poor thing. She no, was choking was a... on it so bad she had to take most of her top off. <laughs> what are you talking about? That was the issue. Is that no, what she the was issue was, about? No, she yeah. said she was having a problem with the promoters and that they moved her time slots and stuff. They they did that, and that she has in her rider every show she's ever done no dry ice. Um, and I... this was full of it. Oh, and mm. so she cast off her top. But you're at a pride event. There's gonna be dry ice. Is that a thing? There wasn't a dry ice in the house. Just <laughs> so I'm learning. I'm writing this down for when I go to a rave. Dry a... ice, no top. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Got it. <laughs> hey, so be sure you call the Simon line, 336-373-0987, because on the next podcast, we'll be featuring your phone calls. If you would love to hear yourself and tell your friends that you're going to be on the podcast, call that number. Be sure you click a like and subscribe and stuff like that. Check us out on the radio. Listen to our show, 987simon.com. There's a listen live button on there. Bet you won't play a Friday's coming. It's going to be great. What's your final thought, Charlie? 
Um, I gotta go. I'm meeting the bear. We're going to Golden Corral, and then we're gonna snuggle. Nice. Fill him up real good. What about you? Uh, apparently, if you take any questionable meat and put it on some real hot charcoal and a little Uncle Yammy's, everything's gonna be okay. Next time. Bye. Get up, get up, get up. This is get up show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.